Welcome to Buy This Comic, the show where you keep the vital and vibrant medium of comics alive by infusing it with your hard-earned cash. I'm your host, Jason Mojica, and this week we're joined by Julio Anta. Hello, Julio. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. Uh, Julio is the writer of a new book from Image Comics called Home, the first issue of which is out now. We'll talk to Julio all about it right after a brief word from our sponsor. Comics, they're not just for grown-ups anymore. Join the Hey Kids Comics Club and every month we'll send you a new graphic novel for kids ages 6 to 10 plus a members only zine with lots of fun stuff in it. Go to heykidscomics.net to learn more. So Julio, let's uh, start at the beginning. Tell us about Home. Yeah, so Home is a book about a young boy uh, who is separated from his mother while attempting to seek asylum at the southern border. And um, through the trauma and everything that he experiences while being separated, it actually activates latent superhuman abilities inside mm-hmm. of him. Um, and then the rest of the book is um, kind of dealing with that and dealing with his separation and all of these new questions that he has to ask himself about what is his home um, what is his purpose with these abilities? Um, and what can he do to help solve his the predicament that he finds himself in, which is being uh, a stranger in an even stranger new place? Wow. I mean, it sounds, uh, I know Miles Morales was uh, some sort of update on Spider-Man for uh, the mm-hmm. modern era, but this actually sounds more like the with great power comes great responsibility, you know, in the Definitely. current uh, situation. And, and I guess to that point, I mean, in comics, when I, so I read the first issue and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're used to seeing scene setting narration, you know, with uh, sound bites from the news or some politician talking. And, um, you know, that usually gets us up to speed on what sort of dystopian fantasy world the author is dropping us into. And mm-hmm. that world building is often based on, you know, some some little nugget from real life that the writer then usually amps up to 11 as they paint a picture of the worst possible what if scenario. Um, Definitely. And, uh, you know, and then they populate that world with cartoonish villains that generally lack all nuance. So I have to tell you how disturbing it was to read, you know, the beginning of home number one and to get that same kind of introduction to a world that is actually my own. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, for those listening, imagine you're reading the dark Knight returns or watchmen and you lift up your head and think, Hmm, that description of horribleness in the world that these characters inhabit is an entirely <laughs> accurate and not at all hyperbolic description of where I actually live. Uh, I'm fully aware that there's not a question in there, but I just wanted to throw that out there and uh, see what you had to say. Yeah, you know, um, you know, we we do a little bit of exposition in the beginning, which is what you're referring to. Um, we kind of show um, the main character, his name is Juan, his mother's Mercedes, and we show their journey from Guatemala to the U.S. Um, and through showing that journey, we also have some exposition, uh, which is mostly um, quotes from Jeff Sessions' speech mm. um, that kind of lay out what, where we are in time and what is happening, which is family separation is starting while they're on their journey. So they have no idea what lies ahead when they get to the US. 
Um, so that kind of sets the scene. And for me, um, you know, my background is that um, I'm Cuban and Colombian. Mm-hmm. My father was a Cuban refugee as a really young child coming to this country. My grandparents on my maternal side were undocumented immigrants from Colombia. Um, so seeing seeing everything that happened over the last four years, um, you know, for me, I, I tend to have a more cynical take on immigration and the way that this country treats uh, immigrants, especially Latinx immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing family separation for me was, you know, almost a step further than what I could even imagine in my, you know, most cynical worldview of what this country would be willing to do to deter immigrants from coming to this country. Um, so for me, it, it really affected me. I was a young father at the time. My son was three years old. Mm-hmm. I also saw in the eyes of these children, not only my son, but my father, who 60 years prior came here as a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was not difficult for me to see how that could have been my family's story, coming to this country, seeking asylum, and then getting the rug lifted from under them, you know, going through a process that is a legal process and then being surprised with separation. Um, so it, it really affected me. And at the same time, I was also thinking about the the very little representation that we see in comics uh, of Latinx creators and characters. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Miles Morales, obviously there's America Chavez, but beyond that, you know, there's Blue Beetle, there's there's not a whole lot of, of representation. Um, I didn't even and know in about that Blue is Beetle, also, I guess uh, it's been, 20 years yeah. since I read a blue beetle. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's um, when we do see these, these characters in comics, um, they're either, you know, some cartoonish villain or they're a rehashing of an existing character. Um, and usually they're not written by creators that represent that character either. Um, so I was, while I was seeing what was happening at the border, I was also kind of parallel to that, having these thoughts about, you know, why we don't see these things in comics and especially in the direct market. Um, so when I had this idea for home, I knew immediately that I wanted it to be a book that would speak to the direct market and, you know, join the, you know, the the few Latinx creators and characters that are already in the direct market um, and try to do, try to have that conversation with the, with comic readers. Um, so, so, you know, I, there's obviously, um, there's a superhuman aspect to this book. And for me, I saw a lot of uh, parallel between the immigrant story and superhuman tropes that we've seen. Um, obviously, Superman is one of the biggest ones, um, even if, you know, maybe current iterations of him aren't necessarily true to that, you know, immigrant story. Um, you know, I, I wanted to do, write a book that spoke to our current events but rather than speaking to the politics of it, spoke more to the human level of what this character was experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was that was mostly our intention with the book. Yeah, and I think there's also something that hits. I don't want to give too much away, but I'll just say that you know, in reading the book, it is the moment in which Juan's powers manifest for the first time that the reader sees uh, mm-hmm. is exactly the sort of moment where. If you were in Juan's place, you wished that you had some ability to change your situation. Mm-hmm. I would say it's certainly more effective 
or, or it affected me more than any other uh, superpower, superhero origin mm-hmm. story. I'll just say that in yeah. terms of there were, the stakes were certainly higher than for most superheroes. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Because this is not a situation where, you know, a character gets superpowers and then wrestles with what do I do with these powers? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I, should I help people? Should I enrich myself? Um, this is a story, you know, of survival. This is a story where he is in his lowest place that he's ever been in his life. He's only 10 years old, but in a much lower situation than, you know, most readers will ever experience. Um, And he, these abilities start emerging in him that even to your point, you know, if we were in that situation and we had the opportunity to have these powers, we would probably jump on it. Um, But he doesn't want this. He doesn't want, you know, he's a character who has no agency over his life. You know, the situation for which his mother took him out of his country to bring him to a better life, he had no control over, he had no control over his journey and even less control over being separated. Um, And then these powers come in, which he also didn't ask for, you know, and what happens to him is all accidental on his part and fueled by his lack of control. Um, and then he has to learn how to survive, you know? So for me, this is less of a, you know, it's not a superhero book. Um, like I've seen a lot of people characterize it as, cause that, that is the easy way to, to talk about it, you know, immigrant superhero. Um, but mostly it's a book of survival. You know, it's a book of how do I, how do I cope with these feelings and how do I survive in this new place where, you know, I know nothing. I don't even speak the language. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely think that we're working with some of those superhero tropes. Um, but to your point, more than anything, it's, uh, it's about survival. Yeah. Um, and without giving too much away, can you tell us a bit about where the book goes from here? Yeah. Um, you know, without spoiling too much, um, he, he's separated from his mother um, and his superhuman abilities um, present themselves towards, uh, the end of the first issue. Um, and everything from there is, um, trying to survive in this new country, um, trying to find, uh, the family members that he knows are in the country and that his mother initially intended for them to go live with. Um, and then trying to find a way to reunite with his mother while being hunted down by a federal government that, you know, if we think about, what the federal government in the US today, how they would respond to an immigrant with superhuman abilities. That's that's essentially what happens in this book. Um, so he's trying to be reunited while trying to, um, you know, evade capture by, you know, the massive forces of the US federal government. I would say that there's very little in that first issue outside of superpowers manifesting that wasn't a dramatized version of mm-hmm. things that really happened to real people or policies that were literally stated out loud. Um, yeah. I guess going forward, what's the balance between fantasy and reality? You know, prior to this book, this is my first uh, published book, um, but everything that I've done prior to this, which is a lot of mini comics and anthologies um, and a graphic novel that I have that I've written, but it doesn't come out for a couple of years. Um, it's, it's all pretty grounded work. Um, and, and like you said, this is a, this is a pretty grounded book. Most of it is not with the exception of the superhuman abilities. It's not a fantastical book. Um, 
And I would say that most of it continues to be grounded with the exception of superhuman abilities. Um, you know, when you, when you look at the first issue, there's going to be a lot of instances of hearing other people's stories. Um, and all of that is real, you know, to, I, you know, this, this isn't a spoiler because it's, it's things that really happened, but, um, you know, when, when him and his mother are detained, they encounter a woman whose, uh, whose baby was separated from her while she was breastfeeding it. They encounter a man whose son, he and his son were told that they were going to, uh, they needed to go into separate rooms for health screenings and they never saw each other again. Um, you know, all of this is grounded in, in research essentially that I, mm -hmm. that I did for this book. Um, and, and the rest of the book is, is more of that. Um, you know, there are, you know, a few superhuman, you know, fights where we do see Juan using his powers. Um, but most of it is really just, you know, a simple drama based in this world that we found ourselves in over the last four years, um, where truly you could probably eliminate the superhuman powers from it. And it would still stand as, you know, a coherent story. Um, but for me, I, I put those, those powers in because I wanted to, like I mentioned before, speak to a direct market that doesn't, doesn't usually see characters like this um, and use the language of the direct market, which is very, you know, mostly superhuman powers, um, along with obviously the parallels um, that we've seen in the past between the immigrant story and the superhuman origin story. Um, but, but to answer your question, it's mostly, it's mostly a grounded book. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and you're here in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm in New York. And so where can people go in your neighborhood or where's the closest place to you to find a copy of home? Number one. Sure. Yeah. I would say Midtown comics, um, all their locations, um, uh, action city comics, uh, anyone comics, um, forbidden planet, you know, any, all of, all of the local stores here are going to have copies. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you know, I've been getting a lot of great support from, uh, from the local shops here, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the shops nearby I've signed copies of the books, you know, before they, they've gone on the shelves. So, you know, if you're in New York, you can, you might be able to track some of those down. Excellent. I was excited to hear the shout out to Action City Comics. That's my local shop as oh, nice. now that they've opened, now that they exist, yeah. uh, that's where I'm mm -hmm. going for most of my new books. So Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and where can people find you online to keep up with all of your, all you're doing? Yeah. Um, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, it's just my name, Julio Anta. Um, my website is also julioanta.com. Um, and there I mentioned some of the mini comics. Um, Prior to writing home, I released five mini comics from four to ten pages in length that you can all read there. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also information on my on some of my future projects there as well. Excellent. Um, okay, home number one. It's in the stores now. Uh, go to your local shop and buy this comic. Julio Anta, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And you listening in, uh, please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating, and follow us on the social media. We are simply buy this comic. All one word. Goodbye.